Hello and welcome to episode number 161 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. This is our Future Man season one review. Uh, it's Angelo and me. We uh, finally got around to this. It was uh, a while. Uh, the show had been on Hulu for a very long time. And full disclosure, they sent me some cool swag. And I was like, we should, I mean, I, as I had mentioned before, we were trying to get some people who were involved with the show to actually be on the show that didn't, scheduling that didn't really work out. Uh, that might still happen because <clears throat> Future Man has gotten a second season. So we will see what happens with that in the future. Not that many plugs, aside from to say that we have a string of really awesome episodes, including what is going to be, uh, we're holding off on this, kind of like what we did with, oh god, what was the thing, the last thing we did with, where we held, we held off because of spoilers. I can't ever remember now what it was. It's probably something obvious that I'm forgetting now. But with Black Panther, uh, we're going to be having like a double wide, double long Black Panther review that's going to be, for all intents and purposes, everyone who is involved with Nerfoko, like all of the co-hosts. So yeah, uh, that will probably if be going up, if not next week, then the following week. We also have just a string of reviews going up. So uh, this week is Future Man. Next week or the following week is Black Panther. Uh, Altered Carbon is in there. We have another anime episode that is coming. We have, uh, even though they haven't come out yet, so there's going to be some delay on here on this. We have, we're going to have a Jessica Jones thing coming out. Obviously, uh, a Pacific Rim one coming out. So it's like basically all of March. And there's probably most likely going to be a guest thrown in there as well at some point. Uh, a guest or two. We'll see what happens like scheduling-wise with that. But uh, yeah, so we took two weeks off. And now we have, we just have episodes. They're going to be rolling out. And I'm very excited about it and very happy about it. This is a, a longer than maybe usual intro because uh, our review of Future Man is a little bit short. And it goes off on weird tangents. In any event, yeah, uh, so lots of exciting uh, things, uh, lots of reviews of all the nerdy shows, all of that is going up. Please let us know where there were some, uh, you know, because people have varying opinions on it, especially because we really liked Altered Carbon and apparently other people had really mixed feelings about it or didn't like it at all. So yeah, as always, uh, if you like this episode, hit subscribe. If you have opinions, even if they're negative ones, uh, hit us up on at NerdProQuo on Twitter. Uh, the, the email address is NerdProQuo at gmail.com. Yeah, iTunes. Uh, I always say this and then don't follow up on it. There there will be more stuff on the YouTube channel because there I've had more time to do stuff. It uh, It probably won't be what it used to be was that they were episodes, basically audio with some visual stuff and occasionally some outtakes uh, put on the YouTube channel. Might be a couple of those if they're worthwhile because there's a couple, I have a couple of those kind of backlogged that will be going up on YouTube channel. So do check out our YouTube channel, you, you know, youtube.com. I think it's forward slash NerdProQuo or just Google or just, you know, search NerdProQuo on YouTube and check that out. Uh, not as much live tweeting going to be happening although we did sort of sort of participate in a live tweet of the full metal alchemist live movie live action movie that came out about a week ago uh, shout out to outlaw bars uh we got in they had their viewing thing uh this yesterday uh, i'm recording this intro on sunday so they did that Yesterday, they're going to be doing a full review. So, yeah, definitely uh, shouts out to uh, Outlaw Bars Podcast, uh, which is an anime podcast, uh, part of the Fan Bros and uh, Loudspeakers Network. We are going to, I swear I keep saying this, but there all of the, there's going to be some, like a little bit of a website overhaul happening as well. We will be available in more venues. Probably uh, more of the episodes are going to be going up on SoundCloud. I have not kept up with that because I've been super stressed out. But so many exciting things are happening uh, or are going to happen in March. 
Uh, so much other that I don't want to talk about all of them because they, uh, I don't want to jinx anything because there's a weird thing where if I talk about them too much on the podcast, if I mention them, sometimes they happen, but if I talk about them too much, then they don't actually happen. Is there anything else that I want to tell you? Well, the night that this is going up, uh, you should, if you have not already, I don't know why I'm doing I, I might put this up on Twitter uh, just before the show actually starts, but there is always uh, the Bauer Poetry Club has an open mic that is every Sunday at, I believe it's 8.30, and Emily Eastman, who is an awesome poet, is the feature tonight. Like I said, this is probably going to, by the time this goes up, uh, the show, or people actually hear this, the show will already be done, so why am I telling you about it? I'm telling you about it because you should go, go check out that show. Anyway, there's going to be some live stuff that we're going to be doing uh, coming probably in the spring and the summer. So yeah, as always, uh, if you like, hit subscribe, let us know what you're thinking, at NordProQuo on Twitter. I figure if I repeat it enough times, people will actually be, you know, go and do that thing. In the meantime, episode 161 of the Nerpoco podcast, Future Man. Yup. Hooray. Hooray. We're already... <laughs> so we're, we're taking a brief... I mean, it doesn't have to be brief, but I think you and me are the only ones who actually watch this show. Yeah. Uh, and they... Uh, I mean, this whole, this whole podcast is going to be chopped up awkwardly because of random people with yeah, random yeah, interests. Yeah. So it'll be great. I think, I think we're actually, like, this is going to be very nice for me. It's going to be, like, three weeks worth of content. Awesome. <laughs> I like three weeks of content. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> split up over time. But uh, we wanted, I wanted to talk about Future Man because you're the only other person I know who is... <sighs> actually watched it correct um probably so very very (laughs) simply Mm -hmm. did you enjoy it uh i did enjoy it i'm getting like weird feedback is that coming from the it's possible yeah this sounds weird (laughs) here talking to the talking into the yeah that's that's the thing okay you might be just too loud Okay. <laughs> that might be what it is. All right. Oh uh, yeah, that seems more more doable. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Because like it, there isn't really. I mean, there is sort of speakers on here, but like I, every once in a while, I get this strange thing where uh, it comes out through the recorder, huh. and it doesn't really have a... It sort of... Ha- I guess these are... No, these are mic pickups, too, so I don't know yeah, why... That, that, like, that's just how loud we're talking. It's yeah, just, yeah. we're just really loud. Um, all right, so Future Man. Yes. Um, I did watch it. Uh, I watched it really randomly. Um, I was watching um, Runaways. Uh, <laughs> and... You know what's funny? I think I might have been doing the exact same thing. Right, right. You know, <laughs> like yeah, it was watching Runaways, and Hulu's like, if you like Runaways, you might like this. And I was like, Hulu, you have some weird recommendations. Like, well, well, my thing with 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 Future Man, honestly, is well, full disclosure, I did did want to discuss it, but one of the reasons I wanted to discuss it is like I ended up like live tweeting some stuff about it. Ah, gotcha. and they they uh, they sent me some nice little. Pins. Oh, they were very cool. You got merch. Yeah, I got congratulations. Merch. Now you're legit. I'm, you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm professional and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just feel bad that like I like uh, because I was uh, actually and I still do. There, there is more than one person from that show who I would love to talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like, I was like, uh, that's probably going to take a really long time. I mean, they are, they are going to do a second season. Mm-hmm. Um. And the person I most wanted to get on is actually a native of, of Brooklyn and, like, has, like... So that might actually happen, but gotcha. I don't know when. It's 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 Derek Wilson, the guy who plays right. uh, Wolf, um, who has, in my opinion, the best part <laughs> of, of this entire series. But um, what a tra- Oh, by the, by the way, side, side story before we go on. Um, if, just on the topic of going legit, I just want to make this clear. Um, I have totally used this podcast to score review copies of video games yeah, before. Yeah, yes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I, like la- when I reviewed Lost Sphere last week, um, I wasn't going to do it for Game Crate, who's, who I usually work for. And I was like, oh, but I really want this game for free. Uh, okay, 
I might talk about this on ner- a nerd pro quo. And they're like, that's awesome. We love it when people podcast about our stuff. And I'm like, damn, Jamie has pull. Okay. We, have, we, uh, we have, my friend Ellie L and me have on several occasions just name dropped a bunch of companies that we wanted to free crap. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, Ellie L has gone so far to like hum there in, in the intro to the podcast just going uh like me undies please send us some free underwear like like, like literally like singing uh yeah so uh by the way thanks square i ended up doing that for game crate anyway but thanks um uh by the way should we close the windows so that there's less sound or do we not give a fuck uh we can't i mean we can but we if we keep the mics relatively close what i found is that you get the outside you get the outside sound but Mm -hmm. because it's like pointed towards us we tend to drown it out okay yeah i I mean i've I've already given up all you know pretenses of professionalism while doing this with you so (laughs) i've done it enough times where i've had to have the the uh window open in like my apartment ah gotcha uh that it's you can hear it but it's low enough that like it doesn't doesn't, we'll just we'll just call it part of the ambience of the podcast it's fine yeah of course yeah Um, (laughs) all right so back to future man yeah i will say that the thing that finally i similar thing but there were a couple things that were like kind of nudged me in Mm -hmm. the direction of it was like some of it, I mean, I'm not a huge Josh Hutcherson fan. Yeah. Because the only other thing that I'd ever seen him was The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And that's not really a good primer for right. a comedy series. Uh, but I was like, I'm curious. I mean, it's Seth Rogen and Evan Goldstein, which also I have very mixed feelings about, mm-hmm. considering how much I uh, sort of hated Preacher, mm. uh, even though I continued to watch it. Right. Uh, a little bit of a hate watch there, mm-hmm. but uh, there were enough like comedy people who I liked, especially when I watched the first episode. That I was just like, "Oh, I like Paul Shear. Right? I like you know Ron Funches, even though he only ended up being in the first episode." <laughs> 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 Which one me ask? I love. I'm a big Keith David fan. Yeah, me too. I was. Uh, I didn't even know he was going to be in it, and yeah. when he showed up, I was like, "Oh, okay, it's the guy who's in everything." Like, it's the guy who he's he's. Uh, there used to be a, a I probably still exists a, a series called CelebrityWorth.com, mm-hmm. and they had a list called "Hey, it's that guy," mm-hmm. and Keith David is definitely a "Hey, it's that guy." <laughs> you don't necessarily know him uh, by name. But as soon as you see him, you're like that guy. <laughs> and as soon as you hear his you hear, voice, yeah, yeah, that's because he the thing. does so much voice. I watched over. um, I watched a uh, documentary about him. Apparently, about him specifically, about hit Keith David specifically. Wow, um, it's great. It was a half hour long thing. Uh, it was part of the uh, uh, no small roles, uh, no small parts series. Okay, okay. Um, I'll send it to you. Uh, but there are so many interesting things about Keith David. Like for example. Um, his voice is so recognizable because he comes from a theater, like a stage theater yeah, background. Yeah, that I knew. Um, and he he just can't stop emoting. <laughs> like, <laughs> like apparently when he was on, uh, what was it? Uh, what was his first movie? I'm trying to remember. I can't. It wasn't I They Live, right? Uh, no, but it, it was, no, I think it was further back than yeah, that. Like he goes but, back a way. It was um um The Thing. It was... A, was it the thing? It was that the was thing. His first movie? I think that was his first movie. Yeah, I could have swore he would have been in something um, before that. Like, but um, but people on set were telling him, Keith, you need to like, you don't, you don't need to like, you need to project. To project. <laughs> and, and, and apparently he was like, I'm projecting. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, it, it, it was, it was great. And actually, hilariously, um, and I must have known this subconsciously, but I didn't until I watched the. Uh, documentary. I did not know that he was the voice of Goliath from Gargoyles. I did. Like that yeah, was yeah, yeah. that was mind blowing yeah, for me. Yeah. That like that like turned my childhood upside yeah. down. I loved it. And there's so many like once you know his voice, mm-hmm. you hear him everywhere. Yeah. I actually um uh this is major tangent right now, but uh, yeah, I no, actually okay. I I. Didn't know who he was. Like, I know he was everywhere, but I didn't know his name until he was in Saints Row, uh, the third and fourth, right? Okay. Um, as Keith David. 
Okay. He was okay. Vice President Keith David. <laughs> Because in that game, you become president of the United States, and you just decide to get a vice president, and you decide to make your vice president Keith David, the actual Keith David, because Keith David is awesome. <laughs> this is, this is a, a, another like weird like tangent. You know, the, a weird movie to know who he is from mm-hmm. was Men at Work. I don't think I've ever seen that. Which is that. a movie where it's one of the only movies that Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen are in together. Mm-hmm. In fact, Emilio Estevez, I think either. So you can't. It. So you can't. You know, like mistake the two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think Emilio Estevez might have directed. It's it's a uh, a comedy where they play garbage men mm-hmm. who find a body in a garbage can that they're while they're on their route and they kind of get embroiled into. Like, uh this whole thing and Keith David plays this like crazy ex-military dude who's uh, like a I friend th- of theirs I think I've I think I've actually seen I think they referenced that in the documentary and I think I know yeah. what you're talking about there's yeah. something and, and I don't I don't remember what it was but I was just like this dude is really funny in this <laughs> uh, and I like his voice is so distinctive so I actually looked him up and ever since then I just like his name just stuck in my head <laughs> so he plays essentially welcome to the Keith David podcast yes, by the way. Keith, <laughs> yeah. about Keith David yeah uh, uh, in Fuji Man, he pl- basically plays the the scientist who invents the cure for herpes mm-hmm. that basically makes the entire world go to hell, or or so. Some of that is a little bit up in the air through part of the spe- yeah. We are just like, is it really that the world gets really? Bad? I mean, the 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 the, the, the nominally the cure for herpes herpes mutates people into like weird things like yeah. you know like like it, it like but you know like like it's i mean it's time travel you know yeah, so exactly, like it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so i will say that this is one of those shows where it's like i thought the first episode i think it was maybe even right into the second episode mm-hmm. i was just like i mean it's funny there are definitely parts of it that made me laugh out loud which helps mm-hmm. like if i'm not if i'm just like eh, this is funny but it was actually stuff that made me crack up. Yeah. Uh, it definitely, right off the bat, has the, you know, the Seth Rogen, what I can't really call anything else but a Seth Roganisms in mm. it, which is like, oh, there's a jacking off cum joke in there, like, right off the well, bat. See, like, see, see, here's the thing. Episodes one and two. You know, and a little bit of episode three. I actually took a break after episode three because I was like, I, I, eh. did, I did too. Yeah. yeah, like like this this is just really juvenile. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then when I came back to it, I liked it more, and I feel like that's partially because they they kind of put a lot of the juvenile stuff in the drawer. They they had like more. It's really front loaded. Yeah, the juvenile stuff. Which like look, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm. I like a good, uh, a, like good, good. a good, good cum joke, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wasn't gonna say it, but fuck it, yeah. Well, no, no, no. it's yeah. like like the, the whole the whole first episode is nothing but a big cum joke. Like yeah, that's exactly. how we're introduced to the main characters. Yeah. Um, and it's like fine, you know, fine. That that that's cool. The problem was that was like the only thing they did for the first three episodes. Yeah, you know, but I mean, really more the first two. Like I think they is it, it might by the time they get to the third episode where they he goes they the thir- go to the party. The third episode ends after they come back from that time period. Okay, because yeah, because the party definitely had some. I mean, some you know, Back to the Future reference. There's yeah. a lot of film and yeah, film yeah. References. It's it's another one of those reference the show sort of shows. Yeah, yes, it definitely is. It happens to be a references that I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, there. I mean, just there's stuff that I laughed at that I almost felt like, man, I shouldn't laugh at this, but it's like, it's the. Uh, when he tries to explain to them why they why they can't do blackface, <laughs> like that whole part was just like just made me laugh really hard. Yeah, um, it's it's like it's it's walking the border of cringe humor. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I, I'm okay with because like when you do that, as long as you don't go over the border, you know, like. I guess that's why I had a problem with the first three episodes. Yeah, because the first three episodes were just cringe humor, right? Yeah. Um, when I actually think the best cringe humor formula is to like toss it in at unexpected moments, you know, for that laugh. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, and the rest of the series had more of that. Also, the rest of the series really felt like it was more of an action series yeah. than yeah. you know the it first three episodes did. Shifted 
tone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still funny. Yeah. Especially, like, in, like, the three-quarter mark, you get, like, my favorite, like, episode or two is really far mm-hmm. in the series. Uh, just because there are, cer- there are certain comedy tropes that if you do them well, I'm they're going to make me laugh my ass off. You know what it also was? Uh, Wolf and... Why can't I remember her Tiger. name? Tiger. Yeah, Wolf and Tiger um, had the problem of in the first three episodes, they were played up as stupid. Yes. Like really dumb. Yeah. And then from that point on, they were still, they still did the fish out of water sort of like, I don't know what this time period is about thing, but they made them more competent characters. Yeah. Um, and that made me care about them a little bit and more. And also made them a little, made them, and it's, it's, it's almost like in theme mm-hmm. with the, show mm-hmm. that they start out literally as video game characters right and as the show goes on they become actual characters right well that's the thing which it's- is which is i don't like as as like as much as like the the juvenile jokes are in there i i have to say that i would think that seth rogan and evan goldstein are smart enough that that couldn't have been by accident. No, I'm sure. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, also, there's, there's an expiration date on the jokes they were telling. Like, yeah. they, the same, it was the same joke over and over again. Isn't it wacky that we're in this time period, yeah. you know? Like, that's, and after a while, it was like, yeah, we get it. Go on, you know, move on. Uh, and also, then they did. Also, yeah. one of those interesting comedy things as far as, like, a character, mm-hmm. the, the cop looking for vengeance for his partner mm-hmm. initially uh i was a little bit cringeworthy and also just like eh, i don't really care mm-hmm. but it was one of those jokes that and this is like another like comedy sort of technique mm-hmm. sort of thing it's like the longer you do this joke and the, the, the further down he gets demoted as mm-hmm. you keep going with this joke it actually it does that weird thing where it's like this is sort of funny this is funny this isn't funny anymore right why are you still doing this oh my god this is hilarious <laughs> it's that arc you yeah know? And, and, and and it's a weird thing to watch a series where it's just like there was enough all else going on there that whenever mm-hmm. they came back to him there were a couple episodes where I was like why do they keep coming back you know, to this character I, uh, and then by the time they got to the end I was like this is fucking hilarious <laughs> it like passed that the, <laughs> the like, like it, it, it spun the dial like I yeah. mean like yeah um, it just occurred to me by the way that we've talked about this for several minutes and we haven't told the audience what Future Man is oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so oh, we yeah, should probably we do so that the, the premise <laughs> If, if people are premise. still still listening at this point, sorry, uh, Tilda Swinton. So there's, <laughs> uh, it's very, it's it's essentially in many ways a parody of the Last Starfighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like centrally is there's a, this dude who lives with his parents. Uh, he plays this video game that is incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. He beats the video game. Turns out the video game is a training simulation for this an actual society that they're looking for like someone who can like essentially save them. And these the two characters from the game come back in time to recruit recruit him, and the initial comedy is the fact that no, he thought it was just a game. He actually they they thought it's like this is an, a sim that we're gonna build the ultimate like savior soldier from, and it turns out no, it's just a video game. This guy's kind of an idiot. Yeah, uh, worst looking video game ever, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's the central point. And then it kind of spirals. That and the, you know, oh, isn't it goofy that we're in another time period? Yeah, so there's a lot of time travel, like, jokes, uh, allusions to movies like Terminator and, yeah. and Back to the Future. There was actually, I, I, I'm forgetting now, that there was a couple in there that were just like, oh, that's really funny that you... Oh, the the... You know what it was? Terminator and all that? The mm-hmm. whole James Cameron episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> made me laugh really hard. The fact that the AI ends up being completely, like, afraid of him and totally wants to leave. <laughs> it's just like, just like, no, just like, oh, God, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that I appreciated a lot, actually, is the, the James Cameron episode. Uh, the, all the digs at James Cameron and, <laughs> and, and the fact that, like, 
Yeah. Well, that was one of those. That was one of those episodes that was like a throwaway episode, but I mean, like a, a like it felt like that was just something Seth Rogen wanted to do. Yes. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, but it ended up being. You know, they pulled it up. They, you know what's funny is I I almost feel like that that's a recurring theme not just in Future Man mm-hmm. but in Seth Rogen's and Evan Goldstein's general writing general career <laughs> writing career is there stuff in all of their films mm-hmm. in everything they do that seems like this is a throwaway that that Seth Rogen just wanted to do mm-hmm. but there's enough funny and good in there that it's like god like, damn it well, yeah we'll give it to you you <laughs> yeah. know yeah. i'm still watching this fuck you a little bit i mean like like, like like okay so so here's the thing i wouldn't call future man like the funniest thing i've ever seen no. but there also isn't a whole lot of comedies like on the air right now yeah um so like you could do a lot worse you know yeah. like i actually can't remember the last comedy series i've watched yeah also comedy sci-fi I, there's so many things about this that it is i will say it is good i did enjoy it a lot mm-hmm. i would recommend watching. Oh, i would recommend it don't get yeah, me wrong yeah. uh but there's a lot of stuff in here that it's just like you get as like you guys get props for doing this premise and making it watchable right almost like like sci-fi comedy is actually kind of hard yeah to no do. i mean not even kind of it's really hard and and throw in time travel and to not make it feel like incredibly you know tired yeah is actually relatively difficult to do and the fact that they last comedy sci-fi thing i watched was like futurama i guess yeah like uh, and, and stuff that's like comedy that some of it is like there is like genuinely character things. I mean, the main character uh, whose name I'm now drawing it. See, this is what happens when I wait so long to actually talk about these shows. I don't remember half of the things. Right. Uh, I don't even remember the na- the main character's name. It's not important. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like he his character, he's still kind of pathetic and a loser at the end of the series but he like well they, i mean he has an arc you know an like arc, yeah. it's not a particularly deep arc but yeah, yeah yeah i mean i mean you get the premise right from the start the premise is you know they come back looking for you know this this savior soldier right yeah. and the, they come back looking for john connor right essentially um and they don't find him they find this nerd and the the thing that he has that these you know future soldiers don't have is that he is at the very least, a semi-decent human being. Yeah. Like, and, and that's apparently really difficult, and, you and know? Also, and also that your main villain, played by Keith David, yeah. is actually turns out to be a... Every time that the... I mean, also, like, a, a science fiction time travel uh, sort of trope is that, like, every time they try and fix things, they actually end up making it worse. Yeah. And the fact that, like, the quote-unquote villain that they keep trying and he keeps like trying to not have them kill Mm -hmm. is he keeps telling him and the guy keeps David's character like the doctor actually keeps trying to do what he thinks is the right thing to do and it still isn't like like it still doesn't work out and it's weird because even by the end of the series I'm not complete like he succeeds in his spoiler in his mission Mm -hmm. their mission and then, of course, there's a teaser. There's a, something else went wrong. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. it's very Back to the Future too. But uh, but you're not. I'm not entirely convinced that what any of them did was actually right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like you saved the future. I'm not sure if that was actually the best thing to yeah. do. <laughs> Which is also interesting and different for a show like this like mm-hmm. you're you're like yay they succeeded but at the end you're kind of like i don't know if them succeeding was maybe- well, I mean, so here's the thing i think that this wants to be a dark comedy yeah you know uh so i actually kind of saw that coming you yeah, know yeah, at the yeah. end um but i also don't think that seth rogan can really do dark comedy not, like I don't think it's in his DNA. He, I think he, which is the the central really failing of uh, of preacher. Mm-hmm. It's why preacher just aside from the fact that like they just we're gonna grab the tone 
of the comic book and some of the stuff from the comic book and ignore largely everything else. Right. Uh, which is what I continue. I continue to watch it, sort of hate watch it because I'm like, man, if I had never read the comic book, this might actually be a good show. Right. But because I read the comic book, I kind of hate this show. Uh, I uh, have actually never seen it. I've never, you know, uh, I mean, I've heard a lot about it. I tried to get through episode one. Um, a lot of my friends hate it because they've read Preacher before. Yeah. And, um, and if you're like me and you have a really strong attachment to the comic book, you probably hate the series. The, yeah, I think you said this in a in a previous episode, right? Like it's yeah. it's you know. Oh, I ranted about it in a couple episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, as far as Future Man, I will say that the undisputed highlight of the series for mm-hmm. me uh, doesn't happen until really late mm-hmm. in the series, and it's when Wolf decides that he they go into the 80s right and he becomes like the prototypical cool guy <laughs> in the 80s which in and of itself the prototypical like uh cool guy in the 80s is hilarious mm-hmm. like because you know i was a kid in the 80s and when you think about who was the, the epitome of cool <laughs> some of those people you're just like wow that's wow well right well uh, i mean to, fa- to be fair you know, uh, I also grew up in the 80s, so, like, I was thinking about this when I was, like, five. Yeah, you know? yeah me too. So, so, my taste when I was five, yeah. you know? But uh, Wolf decides that because of that, he's mm-hmm. going to quit. Mm-hmm. And he has this entire sideline that, in my opinion, is better, although hers is funny, too, where she goes back in time and tries to kill the baby doctor and instead ends up being, like... This weird, like, 50s nanny uh, for, like, a decade. Uh, So her storyline is funny, but his just goes so batshit insane. Most of it involving cocaine and just the fact that, like, he just becomes ridiculously addicted to cocaine. (laughs) Just... Everything about that, like, not just as, like, he ends up becoming uh, a celebrity chef, but, like, a celebrity chef who's, like, underground and kidnaps his... It starts with him kidnapping people so that he can cook for them. Right. And he's, like... And the fact that his, like, his uh, second-in-command is another one of the, like, douchey, cool 80s dudes. Right. Uh, who just... As a side thing, like near the end, like is like oh, yeah, I wrote a book, blah blah blah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, and it just spirals out of control, and it ends up being that like he's just trying to rec- recreate the situation that he lived in in the future, right? Through being a cook, and the way he becomes a cook is he ends up like uh, uh, the main character's parents, his father teaches him how to cook, and he finds out that he's like I have a passion for it, I'm really good <laughs> at it, and also Ed Bagley. De- being a dad. <laughs> I, I will say, like, a lot of the casting in this was, like... Yeah, no, no, it's... it's... Uh, Der- like I said, Derek Wilson is, especially during that arc, mm-hmm. is just so... Yeah, I think he actually went from, like, my least favorite character to yeah. my most favorite yes. character over the yeah. course of the over series. Over the course of the series. Yeah. Most definitely, because... And I think a lot of that has to do... There's something about when an actor goes for the absurdity mm-hmm. but sort of goes for the the incredible absurdity of it but like full in right as if it's well like <laughs> yeah no it's um it's taking the ridiculousness seriously right like, yeah yeah but it's so ridiculous and and he's playing it relatively straight that but like that just like made the whole thing like him him doing that right just well you know what it what it what it was too um they started the series and the joke was oh this guy is ultra violent right yeah and when the series ended it was this uh, how can I put it like this guy is violence like yeah. like like this yeah. guy this guy is every scummy guy you've ever you know yeah. come across <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. um. And that made him that made him a more hilarious character, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it, 
I mean, the one thing, like I said, that it, I mean, the main character has an arc, but I feel like the two characters become characters mm -hmm. as the series goes on, and it, like, the more ridiculous, when it's, it's, there's still juvenile stuff in there, but, like, there's, like, the whole cook thing is also, like, a, you know, attacking the whole celebrity mm -hmm. Chef thing, I like mean, head on. I wouldn't call it intelligent humor, but like no, it's no, yeah. It's but but there is an element of it that is like, again, it's it's so Roganism. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's like, and, you know, to be perfectly honest, like listening to interviews with him is mm -hmm. like he's cop to this, mm -hmm. like very obviously. It was just like, look. This is what we're shooting for. Right. And this is what I can do. So how can I meld what I can do with what we're shooting for? And a lot of times what they do is they end up they end up hitting like somewhere in between that. Mm -hmm. And this is actually another like perfect example of like man, you here's what I think you're some of like the parody and like satire stuff, I think, is where you were aiming, maybe. Right. But you're aiming using dick jokes. <laughs> so what you get is like somewhere in between that goal, and you end up with a. Oh, it's a perfectly well, yeah, enjoyable, yeah, show. It's enjoyable like, show. Yeah, enjoyable show. No, it's that. it's definitely like it's definitely watchable, you know. Yeah. And also, like you're not gonna you're not gonna go. To a Hulu original comedy series, if you want highbrow humor, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm actually, uh, even though the way they segue into the second season, mm -hmm. I'm really curious to see what they're gonna do with the second season. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not on the edge of my seat, but like, I'll watch it. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, it's just like, uh, I mean, I actually feel like they segued into the second season that way because it was just, I mean, you could do anything from that. You could do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, my other big thing, though, is like what you were saying mm -hmm. is that uh, really well done sort of geeky related mm -hmm. comedy has, there's been kind of a drought. Of that, there's been That's really true. good sci-fi. Mm -hmm. There's been really good like comic book movies. There's been really, you know, all the stuff that we've discussed. But like a really, I mean, and not incredible. I also think it's because that's just difficult to pull mm -hmm. off and not be terrible. Well, yeah, there's Scott Pilgrim, and there's everything that's ever been on Adult Swim. Yeah, and there's this. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, not arguing Scott Pilgrim, because I love Scott Pilgrim, mm -hmm. but I would say of a lot of the stuff that was on Adult Swim, like, this is actually better. Oh, yeah, this is way better. Way better than a lot of the uh, Hilariously, like, they're, they're the, as far as Adult Swim shows go, um, I don't actually like most of them. Yeah. Like. It's true. Um, like, I liked uh, C-Lab and Harvey Birdman and Space Ghost yeah. and, you know, so, yeah, a lot of that stuff. A, we're largely all done by the same By the same people. people. I, yeah. I liked Robot Chicken, yeah. um, you know, but a lot of the stuff like... I initially liked Aqua Teen Hunger Force and then... I, yeah, well, and here's the I, thing. I liked Aqua Teen Hunger Force when Dr. Weird opened the show. <laughs> and then when Dr. Weird stopped opening the show, I was like, well, they've just lost the best part of the show. So... <laughs> um, so yeah, there's that. But like, I didn't like Squidbillies or like Twelve Ounce yeah. Mouse, Mouse yeah. or uh, I don't even know but half the things. But it's weird that that's what we have to compare this to. I mean, the only series that I could compare this to that I'm actually also a series that that Ron Funches was on that I actually was really bummed got canceled because mm -hmm. I really liked it. Was Powerless. Mm -hmm. I really liked Powerless. I mean, the Lee. I mean. God bless her. She wasn't that great. You're, if you're like me and you're a super nerd, the main reason you're watching that show mm -hmm. is like the combination of Alan Tudyk, Dan, Danny Pudi, Ron Funches. Fair. And there was an episode that was mostly focused on the three of them. And it's just like, this. can this just be the show? But you, <laughs> you need your Seinfeld. And Vanessa Hudgens was yeah. the Seinfeld. And like, she was okay, but there was... It was one of those shows that, like, 
its premise was sort of flawed. It's like this is a comedy set set uh, set in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have sort of like C list DC heroes in it. Uh, Batman is a character, but you never see him. Right. Uh, the Riddler, you know, Batman villains are in it, but you see, only see like the Riddler's henchmen. Uh, so that ends up being kind of like, all right. But like, so you you have a problem of the central premise being kind of problematic and flawed. Mm-hmm. But there was enough just fantastic joke writing in that show that that's what made me there was like at least four jokes in every episode where i was just like if the show was just this i would watch this it would be worth it to keep to keep the show on just for those five jokes in every episode where you're just like oh, god <laughs> that's fucking brilliant <laughs> i mean i guess um we could also compare it to like the new tick you know, yeah, like, which is coming back this. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, but see, like that's the thing. That's why I compare it to Adult Swim because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Adult Swim kind of has the monopoly on referential humor. Yes, yeah, you know? and this is definitely the, yeah the heavy, heavy referential yeah uh, humor. Um, and like. I mean, like, like I talked to you about Pop Team Epic, but that's anime. Like, referential yeah. humor is something that kind of plays mostly and i know i'm going to be generalizing here but in the stoner crowd you know well there's also that whole there's that whole string of movies that i'm thankfully i think are now finally over mm-hmm. that started with scary movie mm-hmm. uh <laughs> god that franchise <laughs> yeah uh and then just they kept doing them mm-hmm. and then uh the central problem happened it was just like you're just making references. Well, yeah, there that, aren't any. There's no jokes. Like here. I, 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 I watched the first scary movie. You I know, did. I it enjoyed was, it. It was all right, but like that whole franchise ended up becoming boring as cardboard. Yeah, you know, uh, not just because all they did was make references, but because like it, it, it became like it. It, it was just how could we do this as cheap as possible, right? Yeah, yeah like yeah. nothing about it was funny. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. first of all, the actors weren't good. The writing wasn't good. Yeah. Um, Which made me sad. Like you said, nothing was a joke. Because, you know? because ori- and I mean. Like when they did, like, not another teen movie. And, okay, like, that is the exception to me. I love that movie. Fair. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, it, uh, it all went downhill after the first scary movie for it me. Did, uh, also, because there's, like, six of them. But also like, because Keenan Ivory, Keenan Ivory Wayans ended up not being behind the rest yeah. of them. Also, he got weirdly like, it's like, dude, you were the guy in charge of In Living Color. Right. What happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, when did you stop being funny? Like, I don't understand. Uh, the Wayans brothers on the WB <laughs> was back before the WB was the CW. Yeah. That, uh, that was when he stopped being funny. Actually, the Wayans brothers was on UPN. And I, oh, that was on UPN? I am, yes. I swear that was on It was WB. UPN be- because if you, okay, if you don't remember this, uh-huh. UPN became CW. Like, it, uh, it, it uh, I mean, it, it was... The WB is what it used to be, mm-hmm. and it was WB and uh, UPN, mm-hmm. and then UPN kind of and the WB kind of got folded into each other, and uh, that became the CW. Yeah, that's I, I do I knew that was the origin of the CW. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. origin like it's a fucking superhero, but like yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> again, we're supposed to we were talking about Future Man, and this has been a very tangent yeah. heavy <laughs> episode. But uh, that's appropriate for future men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm just seeing where we are time wise. Not that this is this is the referential podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, but overall, like, yeah, I would, uh, I would, like, I wouldn't say go run out. But it is definitely like. Oh, by the way, suck a dick. It was on the WB. It was on the WB? Yeah, it was on the WB Television oh Network. Oh my god, you know what I'm thinking of? What? This is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I almost I almost don't want to admit to this. No, admit admit how racist you are. It's fine. <laughs> 
Do you know why? Because there's something about the the intro to the Wayans Brothers that show. Mm-hmm. Um, Go on. And I don't know why my brain connected these two. Mm-hmm. But homeboys in space. I don't know why my brain connected. <laughs> you know what it was? I think it's because we were talking sci-fi. So somehow, somehow, I don't know. I can't explain to you how this happened. Mm-hmm. Somehow my brain went... What was a really bad show? <laughs> it was on UPN, and somehow my brain like associated the way well, brothers. Got, it's it's fine. It's cool. You're racist. That, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking of the of UPN as the black network, just going on all well, that. I was gonna say, is <laughs> there was uh, what UPN jokingly amongst uh, a lot of my. Uh, Friends of color used to call UPN. Um, I'm not going to say that, what it was, but you can probably guess uh, from from the letters. Uh, so yeah, that was yeah, that was terrible. Um, but yeah, Future Man, it's a fun. And, and you know what it is? I, I will honestly say it is not something necessarily you have to binge watch. Yeah, like you I, can dip into it. Here's what I'll say: put it on your queue. Yes. You know? Like, it, you don't need to get to it. You could watch whatever you're watching now. But if you have nothing better to watch, you know, if you're just at home, you know, pants off, you know, yeah. nothing better to do, put on an episode of Future Man. You and, know, it, like. and it was a nice surprise. It was mm-hmm. actually like, I mean, not that I thought it was going to be bad, but mm-hmm. it was just like, it was just like, all right, I'm a little skeptical now right. of Seth Rogen and Evan Well, nothing, nothing, nothing Hulu ever recommends to me is something I actually <laughs> want to watch, you know? <laughs> But like, there was like, uh, it was one of those things. I was like, there's enough people like on this show and involved with this show that mm-hmm. like, okay, now I'm curious, right? Uh, and some of it I didn't even realize. Like, like uh, Derek Wilson, who I enjoyed his character on Preacher, mm-hmm. uh, and then like seeing him, and I didn't realize it was him at first. And then when I realized it was him, I was like, ah! <laughs> uh, he made exactly that noise. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and 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 the show is kind of full full of people like just randomly right. just like just like oh, oh. <laughs> like, which I'm sure is also and I'm sure there's people I'm forget like that I'm forgetting were on well, it, that, that, were, that, that were in eighties films. That, that's also a thing. Like when you're doing reference humor, you could do reference humor just in your casting choices. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you cast the people who are like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. That that creates this burst of like, hey, I recognize that. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and they did that. They did a decent job with that. You and know? also, and also, like casting certain people. Like, if you're a comedy nerd, gives mm-hmm. you a little bit of, like, some cred. Oh, my God! I didn't even get in what? another cast casting choice mm-hmm. that I completely forgot about that is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Haley Joel Osment. All right, yeah. <laughs> who was another one where it's just like, hey, man, if the last thing you saw him in was, like, Pay It Forward or The Sixth Sense... Dude, you have to watch Future Man because you you won't realize you won't know it's him. Well, the first, so okay, you want to hear something dumb? Go um, ahead. so when he shows up, I completely right? forgot that he was in the show, and then I remembered. I was like, oh shit, yeah, he's in the show. I, my my Kingdom Hearts brain went off and was like, <laughs> is that is that the voice of Sora? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then went on from there, and I, and I yeah, had to yeah. like Google that shit, you know. <laughs> He was in another like movie or was he? What the hell has he been doing? He was in another movie where he plays a similar sort of character, where it's just like he's really like he's playing like a douchebag, and you don't, you wouldn't because you you just haven't seen him in a while, you wouldn't right be used to seeing him, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't recognize him in Future Man right away. And then when I realized, I was like, he was he seems so familiar. And then when I realized who it was, I was like, oh my god! Yeah, fuck. <laughs> What has this guy been doing now? It's so weird. Like, it's so fucking weird that, like, he's an old dude, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird that he is a, he is a man with... With, with, with facial with hair. gracious beard. With very copious Yeah. Beard. Like, my God. Like, you could see it in his face. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely could. That he used to be this fucking guy. Let's see. What has he been doing? 
There uh-huh. was another movie or a show that he was on that people were like, you have to see him in this. No, it, I think it was a show, and I think he was playing himself. It might have been like extras or some show like like that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he was hilarious in this too. He was apparently in Swedish Dicks. Okay. Yeah. I'm just I'm looking at it. It's real shit, dude. Like looking through looking through his filmography, like it almost sounds like just nothing but children's cartoons and porn. Like, well, well, here, here. I mean, also a lot of like weird. Uh, so. I mean, go go up to the film. X, like I was X in Files. Yes, that was in TV shows. Re- recent go- recent X Files. Yes, um, actually X Files. I don't think has come out. Let's scroll, yet. scroll up to the film section. Eric the TV Andre. Section. Yeah, the show, Eric Andre yeah. show. Uh, Family Guy. Okay, here we go. This is probably. Oh yeah, Tusk. Okay, whatever. Entourage is, is, I think, the one I was thinking of. <laughs> Izzy gets the fuck across town. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a small uh, thing. Also sounds like a porno. Yeah, sassy pants. I, don't know <laughs> I know, right? You're looking at all this shit. Apparently, he's a very accomplished actor that I've seen fucking none of his shit. Yeah, and he's done a bunch of... Uh, he's done some voiceover work. Yeah, okay. I think what I was thinking of as far as uh, shows was probably... Silicon Valley mm. is probably what it was. Uh, but yeah. Kinda Another cute. one of those things of casting that I was just like, yay! <laughs> Once I realized, <laughs> like, I was just like, ha ha, that's really, that's awesome. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we've covered Future Man. I think, yeah, I think we've done a really good job. Yeah, so, done yeah, definitely like- so yeah, overall, thumbs up. Give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's worth it. Yeah, especially if you like referential humor, and especially if you're like, I would say, like, if you're a sci-fi nerd, there's a lot to enjoy. Yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, sweet. 